Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. This episode of Welcome Home is brought to you by DVC Rental Store. Thank you for joining us on episode 251 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom here with Trevor. Hey, how's it going? You know, it's it's going. Are, are you in like full uh, like panic mode now because you're like a week out from from your trip? Um, not not panic mode. Definitely in full packing mode. But we'll packing. We'll, we'll get into we'll, that. We'll get into but, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> first, we actually have a special guest today, don't we? We do. We do. We have our, our and I, Danny, I forget how many times we've had you on the show. It's been a couple times, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, I always, we have so many people on all the time. It's like, I know you've been on a couple times. We've had, you know, Derek and we've had, we've had a lot of people. On. I, I've lost count too. I mean, I, I, it's hard to keep track of it all. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Danny's from DVC Resale Market, um, you know, who we've worked with for a long time now. Um, and I don't know if you want to give your background. You know, we always have new listeners that shuffle in. So if you want to just kind of talk about, you know, your your Disney background in, in a minute or two here and, uh, and you know, give people a, a little bit of your history. Absolutely. I have a fun di- little Disney background. I sailed on the high seas for about 10 years. So worked on board the cruise ship selling Disney Vacation Club, which was tons of fun. Got to visit lots of different countries. Uh, also worked a little bit at Walt Disney World as well. And then I decided to leave, take a little break, uh, traveled the world with my fiance for a year. And then I came and worked at DVC Resale Market. So that's my little background. That's there. that's that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you wanted to kind of talk about a couple of things you guys have going on in the resale market. And, and we, we always, you know, like to hear like a, an update on what the overall market looks like and things like that. Um, but I know you had you had wanted to talk a little bit about you guys have like a red hot deals thing going on right now. We sure do. And boy, is it red hot. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So it's been really exciting. We launched the red hot deals on January 21st. We've done this before in the past. It's been very successful. Um, But this time around, I think just because people know about it, you know, when we launched it, it was familiar to them and it just completely took off. So basically what red hot deals is, is Around this time of the year, you know, your annual dues statement comes out and anybody who was thinking about selling their membership just comes a running. And so we usually get a ton of listings around this time of the year. Um, and so what we did to kind of help both the buyer and the seller in this situation is we went to all of our sellers and we said, Hey, it's a, you know, really competitive market right now. Typical negotiation on a DVC resale market contract is usually about five to 10% off the listing price. So what we're going to do is we're going to spend a ton of our marketing dollars for from January 21st through February 29th. And on this red hot deal promotion. And so basically what you're going to do is you're going to mark your listing 10% below the market and we're going to list it as a red hot deal. So these, uh, when you go to the website and you see these listings, they are no haggle, buy it now, first come first serve. Um, so the seller has already reduced them 10% below the market. So an amazing deal for the buyer. And then it's also been incredible for the sellers as well because 
this uh, promotion has been live for about two weeks and we've sold almost two and a half million dollars worth of these listings alone in just two and a half weeks or in in just two weeks. So it's been incredibly successful. They go super fast. So if you do go to the website and you look at all the red hot deals, you could sort them by red hot up at the status at the top. Um, If you see one that you like, just grab it uh, full price. It's already marked down. If you just want to not have to question if you're getting the best deal, these are the listings to look for. And so this will go until February 29th. Great. Yeah, I'm just I just pulled up the website now and I'm just looking at some of the options you have on here. And there's a Riviera, there's some Saratoga out there, there's an Animal Kingdom, but not in the Ushier that I need. So that's not very helpful. And then also just keep in mind, so we listed a whole bunch of them in the beginning, but you will see, you know, some sellers were like, oh, I don't know. I want to see how it goes before I participate. And so you'll see other listings trickle in. So if there's one that you're really looking for and you don't see it, like I know we've had a few Grand Floridians trickle in in the past few days, Uh, you know, just keep checking back. So up at the top, where you can filter the results, you can sort by status and then just click red hot deals. Just keep checking in on those because we're going to be adding some more, you know, throughout. But obviously if you see the one that you like, go ahead and grab it. Cause it, like I said, first come first serve. So. Well, I know for me too, I, I have the app on my phone. So I have like alerts set up for like a hundred point animal kingdom contract in the April use year specifically. Mm-hmm. So like anytime that pops up, I get a little alert on my phone that tells me, you know, Hey, go check this one out. Although they it's usually gone before you can even get to it. Cause you guys sell so fast. Yeah. So. Especially <laughs> these. So I would say yeah, maybe, you know, fast. put it on your calendar to just check once, twice, three times a day, just depending on how much free time you have. But the app is great. Yeah. If you, if you don't have the DVC resale market app, it's super helpful if you, you know, kind of have your eye on a certain type of contract. Yeah. I see a 200 point poly on here, uh, Trev. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> wrong use here for me, though. Wrong use here for you. <laughs> yeah. You got to match up those use years. You know? I mean, you don't have to. I, but, you know, I talked about it on yeah. the show before. My biggest mistake ever was buying a different use year. <laughs> so it's just a little bit more of a pain. I can. I mean, it's it's not the worst thing. It's just you no. have to know how to deal with it right yeah i just have to like talk to dvc more than i want to like i like doing everything through chat i like doing everything through the website i don't want to call not that they're not nice but yeah isn't it so funny that disney's a multi-billion dollar corporation but yet technology there is just ancient i mean (laughs) when i started working for dvc we were still using as 400 like the black and green oh yeah yeah i mean that, that system has not gone away. Just I, I work in IT. I it comes <laughs> across my desk from time to time. Lots of lots of big yeah. corporations are still yeah. use that really old stuff. It's yeah. just mind blowing yeah. to me. It like is. why can't they just add one click, transfer your points from one membership to another? Seems very easy. That would that's the only thing that yeah. that I can't because I, I almost do everything exclusively through chat, right? Like, and you can get pretty much everything done through chat except mm-hmm. for that, right? <laughs> like you have. I mean, a lot of that. people still like to call, so if that's you, then it won't you know be an issue. But yeah, if you're a chatter, I'm a chatter. If you're a yeah. chatter, it'll yeah, it'll give like you another music. step. I do enjoy the whole music. <laughs> that, that is one of the good things about stuff like this is that you can, you can, you can get the, the hold music, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. I just need like a, is there like a YouTube channel uh, somewhere of just the whole music from, uh, for, from Disney phone lines? If there's Probably. not, you can make one. I should make one. Yeah. I feel like it would be, it would be popular. 
<laughs> I mean, because Trevor and I talk about this sometimes. Like, I will listen to like uh you know the like the disney ambiance music sometimes like when i'm when i'm doing stuff uh and i you know don't want anything to distract me so um you know i'll listen to things like that but uh yeah so i i like i said i like the whole music too so it's not always the worst thing to uh to to um wait on hold with dvc but like i said i try not to call <laughs> and that's more just because i don't like calling places in general if i can do things online if i can do things on chat that's what i prefer to do so um okay. <laughs> Trevor, did you want to, I see you highlighted market update? Well, I was I was just going to ask. So, um so we wanted to talk about the market update. So, so where do things sit right now in the resale market? So, right now it's a buyer's market for sure. So, if you're, you know, thinking about buying, now is the time. A lot of that has to do with the fact that Disney has not been buying back in right of first refusal for the past year. Um the only thing they've really brought bought back is Grand Floridian. So that stayed pretty constant. But other than that, definitely a buyer's market. Um, The only thing is Disney did just do a pricing. DVC just did a price increase on February 1st. So typically we will start to see that on, we'll start to feel that on the resale market about six months after a price increase. So we're looking about three to six months until we start seeing that uptick on our side. But Definitely a buyer's market, but at the same time, if you're looking to sell, there are a ton of buyers at the moment. So if you're looking at numbers compared to this time last year, you're definitely looking at a little bit of a decrease from this time last year. However, your contract's probably going to sell way faster than it would have this time last year, just because we have so many buyers at the moment. Got it. So sorry, just to clarify, you you were saying that... the uptick you're expecting is like right of first refusal to come back or. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Uh, from, from the price increase. Yeah. That TVC just did. So we'll usually start to feel prices, you know, kind of follow that a little bit on the resale market about six months later. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. So prices will, so it's a buyer's market right now, but it's going to be a seller's market maybe six months from now. Maybe. Who knows? Well, (laughs) I mean, we, the thing is we, we're just like waiting for the monster to wake back up. And and that's just that thing, you know, it's been super quiet. If you got a crazy good deal on a contract on the resale market, I mean, I pre- feel very confident that it'll pass, you know, more confident than we've ever felt. Yeah. But all of a sudden, I mean, any day now, Disney could just be like, actually, I want to start buying everything back. I mean, we have no idea what that can look like. Maybe they'll say we want to start buying Polly back. Maybe they'll say we want to buy everything back. We have no idea what it'll look like, when it'll happen. I mean, we're all very, very connected over at DVC. We were all former DVC cast members. Uh, we have friends that are, you know, very, very high up. None of us know what's going to happen. So we're all we could do is go off of what we know. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I was talking to my my DVC guide one time and I. Um, I mentioned, I, I feel like I, I think I mentioned, uh, uh, just resale in general, didn't say anything. I was saying like, Oh, I know somebody that does, you know, has like the, you know, does the resale and, and they're like, Nick. And I'm like, yeah, You're like, well, I know somebody just, like, you know, knows. Just somebody. <laughs> no, we're all, I mean, look, like we're all friends. Yeah. The, the thing is like, they need us just as much as we need them. If they're not doing well, we're not doing well. If we're not doing well, they're not doing well. So. They, they 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 have bought back like so there was a while where they didn't buy back anything right but then i right. feel like recently they bought like a couple 
Didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. I thought so. Yeah. So a few months ago, they had bought a couple Animal Kingdom. Um, There was there there was like a few others uh, other resorts here and there. Now it's we've really just only seen Grand Floridian, Um, and they have bought back a little bit more than they were uh, when they first started buying back. But it's nothing crazy. Um, Yeah, we we just don't know. Some Mm -hmm. and some months are a little bit more than others. So. We're just I, waiting to see what happens. I just I just pulled up the uh, I just pulled up the the DVC resale market blog, and uh, the writer first refusal refusal report, and there was one contract uh, bought back in all of January, and that was a Grand Floridian contract. So, yep. yeah. yeah, and then like the month before, I believe it was about four. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say you know we're taking full advantage of the fact that they're not buying back right now. I mean, if you. We, we have all these numbers on our website. If you guys are ever curious, like we post everything. We want you to be yeah. super educated. So average sale prices, ROFA reports, they're all on our website. If you just go on the search in the right-hand corner and just type in average sale, you'll see what the average sale prices have been for over the past year. And so if you look at prices now compared to this time last year, I mean, we're getting away with some crazy, crazy deals. If we were talking this time last year, these would have just never passed Rofer. So it's like, what's the point of even putting an offer in this low if I know for a fact Disney's going to buy it back? Now we don't have to worry about that. So we're we're just sneaking in as many good deals <laughs> as we possibly can right now until they decide to wake up the monster. I, yeah. I feel like this may be because they're focused on the uh, the Fort Wilderness cabins. Yeah, I mean, it feels like that's like kind of what's keeping well, this at bay, right? And like, and you know, and the soon the soon to be uh, you know finished Polly Tower and yeah. Disneyland Hotel and right. I mean, exactly. they they got a bunch of them. I mean, this is probably Danny. I think this. I've heard other people say that this is the most uh, resorts that they've had on sale at once, like new resorts, exactly. like direct. Yeah. yeah, and so and you know they're not even all on sale yet, uh, but at least talk about it and you know you could drive past the polynesian and see this big building going <laughs> up and so yeah it's it's a lot of exciting new things coming up a lot of inventory um and yeah it's it's there there's there's a few different things also about 2 years ago disney bought back oh my goodness, like everything that they could. <laughs> they were buying back everything in rofer so i think they're also sitting on a lot of inventory so i don't know that the timing i don't know who made that decision to buy all of that back in uh rofer during that time knowing that all of these new resorts were coming out you know in about a year to two years but i think it's just a combination of that Mm -hmm. we've been we've been laughing about the cabins because like they haven't put like a single cabin down yet and they're opening in five months or four months it's like it's like like, wait a second i mean we we knew they were going to build them off site and put them in place but i mean you're talking like hundreds of cabins and not one of them is built yet (laughs) yeah they they do need time to actually install them (laughs) i'm sure they'll do i don't know maybe they'll just like take a crane and just 
drop them right Plop in. It down. <laughs> I, hope, I hope the plumbing and the electrical is all sound. Can you imagine just driving by one day? There's absolutely nothing. The next day, they're like, "We're open for business." Yeah, it's so weird, right? I, I I saw somebody post that they you know that they expect over the next couple of weeks and months here to just see a bunch of people taking pictures of fully built cabins on the back of flatbeds making their way over to Fort Walton. Yeah, which that's, I'm sure that's what they I will. said like they two will. weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah they, I forget who said it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it was you. Okay, it'll it'll <laughs> yeah. be like when they decorate the park for Christmas. Like one day, there's nothing. The next day, yeah, over, like, yeah. overnight, the overnight, yeah, the overnight, yeah. Wait, all the, wait, there weren't cabins here yesterday. Now there's <laughs> cabins all over the place. Yeah. I mean, listen, they, you know, I'm sure that they know what they're doing with this. Uh, I know they're not all opening at once. They've done this a yeah. time or two yeah. before. So <laughs> the, the cabins are interesting to me because I, I, I am go- I, uh, wondering how those are going to end up being priced on the on the resale market at some point, because I, I don't want to say that they're they're not. I mean, I don't know if we call them a value accommodation, but we're the, I feel like it's not a del- deluxe, right? It's like it's almost like DVC doing the first like moderate resort. I, I guess, but I'm just wondering if that's going to be priced differently because we've seen now the point charts are they're pricing them almost like studios, you know, and even though they sleep six people and they're they're bigger than studios, but um, yeah, I'll just be interested to see what that's going to look like when they get hit resale at some point. I think that's the main thing is that it sleeps six because yeah. just from being a DVC guide for so long and talking to thousands and thousands of families, like families of six, like the second I hear someone has six people in their family, I'm like, okay, can you pick some favorite children? Because (laughs) this is going to make, this is going to make your Disney trip so much harder and more expensive. And, And these families, you know, they would do anything to be able to stay on property, but it, it kind of prices them out having just, you know, one extra person in their family. The studios that sleep five are are incredible. One bedrooms that sleep five are incredible for families of five, but it's just that six. When you yeah. add that six, it's so much more challenging. So I have already seen, you know, on a lot of the blogs and stuff, a lot of people uh, talking about how they don't care what the price is going to be. They're just going to buy it because of that six person. But mm, um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I know the dues are really high there. So that kind of offsets it. I think I think it's really for a specific type of family. I don't think it's going to be for everybody. Well, I mean, and with the way that they that they did the point charts on them, I, I you know, because at first, it, you know, we Damon's not on today, but Damon was like, he was out with the fact that six people have to share one bathroom, which I, you know, yeah. fine. But he also for, thinks that there should be one bathroom for each person in every room that he stays in, which is crazy. Um, and a butler. Yeah, you know, yeah. And a butler, yeah. But like, I mean, you know, I've done a studio with five people before. So what's one other person that we have to share the bathroom with, you know? Um, but I mean, I it, it, the whole Fort Wilderness thing is just very, it's very interesting to, to me. It's very, uh, you know... I, I guess I didn't expect it to happen. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's but. definitely. I think it's for a specific type of family. Yeah. You know, um, I, I definitely. It's not. I don't think it's going to be for everyone. I mean, growing up, my family. I would have slept in a bathtub if I could sleep on property. <laughs> so like, I feel like I would have just taken anything I could get. But I feel I think like they're going to be surprisingly they're... popular, honestly, because I because yeah. the way they're priced and you know, I yeah, I just I don't know. I think no, they're gonna be I, popular. I, I've got a speculation question for you, Danny. Ooh, um, I like it. When when do you think you'll see your first uh, resale contract for, for Fort, Fort Wilderness? Wilderness. <laughs> yeah. 
And you don't have to answer this. I'm just, we just like speculating. <laughs> we like speculating. So. <laughs> no, I can answer it. I mean, because obviously I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know. This is speculation yep. for me too, but I would say within a month. Wow. Is it that quick? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Somebody has buyer's remorse that quickly. <laughs> I mean, that's what we saw with the villas at Disneyland Hotel. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I feel in my head, I feel like like April seemed like the earliest to me. Like, you know, people get like, you know, this first month and then, you know, maybe by end of March they decide they want out. But the first month is very surprising. But I guess, yeah, like you said, at the Disneyland Hotel, people did the same thing. So, so yeah. here's the thing about resale. And this is honestly just why I love my job so much life happens, you know, nobody Mm -hmm. goes into DVC thinking that they're going to sell, but life happens. And there's so many other timeshares out there that you get in and good luck getting out with this. You can get out. I mean, it's, it's fairly easy to get out. So, you know, just giving people the, the, the freedom to be able to do that when they might be struggling with something really difficult in their life is, you know, super rewarding to me. I mean, most of the time when people are selling, they don't want to sell. It's just something yeah. going on in their life. And a lot of times they even come back and they rebuy when things are a little bit better. But yeah, I mean, I don't think that we're going to see that first contract within a month because they're going to be like, Oh, I hate this resort. It's awful. I hate that. You know, I made the worst decision. I just think that life happens and, you know, we have a few Disneyland's uh, right now. And and that's just what we are usually hearing is just something unexpected happen. Yeah. Thank you for correcting my perspective on that. (laughs) I was thinking purely from like, why would you like, why would you get out of it? But yeah, you're right. You know, <laughs> yeah. people don't always want to get out of it, but if they have to, it's nice to have the option. I didn't have that perspective <laughs> until I came over here. I was like, oh, they must hate it. Like, that's awful. <laughs> I, I, I was like, especially yeah. when I was a direct guide, you know, I only spoke to people who loved their membership. I was working on the cruises. So people were, the people that I was talking to were already on a Disney vacation. So they love their membership. And so I was like, who sells this? Like, you know, but You're talking to the biggest fans. So yeah, yeah exactly. But, but yeah, life happens. And, and a, a lot of times, you know, genuinely, most of the time they turn around and, and buy again when life kind of mellows, mellows out a little bit. I, I, and, and Danny, feel free not not to answer this question because I didn't prepare you with this question. So <laughs> <laughs> putting you on the spot here. Um, what do you think DVC is going to do with this whole trust thing that has been talked about? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is the that is the question. That is the question, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that it's tr- OK. So I know that it's trending in the timeshare world. Uh, I know different companies do it a little differently. And I also know that Disney does not like to do things the way every other timeshare does it so (laughs) i am interested to see what they'll do because like i know how it's done on the outside world but i also know that disney is not going to do it exactly that way so i'm just curious to see what they're going to change about it how they're going to disneyfy it Um, disneyfy it i like that (laughs) (laughs) sprinkle a little pixie dust on it you remind me. You remind me. I have a. I have a picture in my. Uh, it's a. It's a print, obviously, but it's of of the uh, some of the first designs of uh, of Disneyland, right? Of the of main of you know Main Street, 
And um, on the bottom it says designed, but it says D-I-S. Like it says oh, it designed. Like yeah. Yes. Um, mm. By, you know, whoever. And uh, that I, every time I see that, I it, it makes me kind of laugh. But uh, but yeah, you just remind me that when you said Disney-fied. So, so, so no speculation on what you think that's going to look like. Because we, we've been kind of talking about it, obviously. We, we don't. I mean, we kind of understand, I think, the the general concept of it, but it's weird to me that they've filed paperwork and stuff for this and done nothing with it. Yeah, but they love to do that. I mean, <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> they love to keep us hanging, and they do. I mean, just from working there for for a while and kind of being in on all of the behind the scenes. Um, most of the time, it's genuinely because things change literally by the second there. So sure. It, even if they have an idea of what it will look like right now, I'm sure it will change 5,000 times before it actually gets brought to the public. So, um, If it even gets brought to the public, right? It might if never happen. it even now. gets – exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so it's really hard to speculate. That's one thing that, you know, I just – having worked for Disney, uh, I, I find very difficult because I never want to give wrong information. I want never want to lead people to believe something, especially because I sell the product. I don't want you to buy it with the mindset of this, this or that is going to happen. So it's yeah. hard for me to not give very, very factual information. Um, I, I, yeah, I like to leave that up to the, the public to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get. I'll, I'll ask one more speculative question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where, After where, I'm like, no speculation. <laughs> where do you think they're going to put the new lounge that they're going to build? Do you know? Do you have any inside information on this? Because we the castle. We I want it in the castle. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough yeah. space in there. <laughs> Listen, we can just, make just anything. Move out that- Move out that nice room that they've got up there that, you know, they don't use. Yeah, that people stay in once every 10 years. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? We don't, I mean, we don't know. We, we speculated on this. I mean, while Magic Kingdom would be great, I mean, it's, if you got to do it in Magic Kingdom, it's got to be a lot bigger than the Epcot one, right? I'm, like, it's, I'm still betting on the Alien Encounter building. That's yeah, my just bet. <laughs> tear out all the stuff in Alien Encounter and put it there. I mean, like, if they did that, it's plenty of room, but, um, yeah, I don't, so, I don't know. We don't really know. You know, it would be so cool. There is this room. I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about. This. No, please talk about it. Okay. <laughs> we won't. We won't say it was you. Yeah, so, it's a secret. There's <laughs> this, 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 no one listens to this. So <laughs> <laughs> there's this room inside Spaceship Earth that you can't. See. I don't. I don't know exactly how. It, I'm not an engineer, so I don't know how they do this. But you can see out, but nobody can see in, and you could see like. The, the entire park, the entire entrance of the park. Is that, um, that lounge? It was like a Chrysler lounge or yeah, something like, like that. I have GM. no idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. yeah. So we used it uh, several times for different, you know, events or meetings that we had when I was with DVC, award ceremonies, that kind of thing. That would be cool. Mm. Then you have two Epcot lounges, though. I feel like they need to spread well, the love to other If you parks. saw this thing, though, you wouldn't care. Oh, no, I, I'm not against, right? Like, I'm, I'm I mean, pro. <laughs> I mean, maybe the trade-off is we do lose the lounge at the Imagination Pavilion, but we get the lounge at Spaceship Earth. Yeah. I, I, I mean, mm, that's that's actually a fair point. I didn't think about there might be a trade happening. <laughs> and also, the thing with the lounge is, like, you know, it's cool to be able to, you know, chill out, charge your phones, and, you know, get a soda, but... 
I think there's also this aspect of like you get to experience something that nobody else does. Like oh, yeah. everybody always yes. wondered like what's in that building. And so I don't I don't think people will care <laughs> that there's two <laughs> lounges. Like, I, I feel that way about Top of the World whenever I've gone to Top of the World and you get in that special little elevator and they take you up. It's like it feels very exclusive, you yeah. know, and that's that's kind of how it feels, too, with the lounge. Right. Um yeah, I don't know. I just hope that they have it. They put it in another park um, so there's more lounges. And I mean, to your point, Trevor, they didn't really say that it was going to be in addition. They just said they're building a new lounge, right? So yeah, that, it could. Yeah, we we weren't thinking of it that way. So yeah, that I, I like your take on it, Danny. That's. I mean, uh, I really have no idea, but that would be cool. And I know that there are just so many of those types of hidden rooms you know per se that uh, are all around the park that they could do it and so a lot that i probably have never even been in before um so yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see i i personally would love to see one at animal kingdom just because i know uh and my wife always says this and i know other people say say it that they feel like it's the hottest park meaning temperature wise yep. uh so it, it would be good to have it there just so you can take a break in the air conditioning and you know just get like a, a watering hole yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what you could call it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, that's you know, all. The- <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Sorry, just one last thing on that. You know, it's really funny you mentioned Danny that, um, like, Tom and I were trying to figure out like places to put the lounge, but you bring up a good point that there is a lot of spaces that you know we we know what's publicly available, right. but obviously you've seen you know you know being that you worked for Disney, you've seen kind of behind the scenes. And, you know, I'm sure there's lots of spaces that we have no idea even exist and wouldn't know exist until they're like, oh, here's a lounge, right? Yeah. So <laughs> you you know. know how usually when you work, you know, especially for a big, big company, there's mm-hmm. a lot of um, employee areas that, you know, you step in and you're just like, oh, okay, I'm clearly in the employee area. <laughs> like, yeah, this, yeah. this looks <laughs> yeah. nothing like the outside. Um, th- so obviously there's a little bit of that at Disney, but there's also some incredibly just awesome spaces uh, for cast members as well, um, where they hold different meetings and events and stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's Mm. a lot of potential. All right. Awesome. That's all the speculation that I have for you. right now. (laughs) um, I think you wanted to also talk about the swap program really quickly, quickly though. And I want to make sure that you, uh, you get all that stuff in. So, I mean, yes. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually just got back from uh, Europe. I was there for three weeks. Well, I did two different trips to Europe, um, in the past like nine months. Oh, wow. And my most recent one was to the Christmas markets. So we went to uh, five different Christmas markets over there. Oh, wow. And what inspired this trip was I went on Adventures by Disney's website and I was just scrolling through for inspiration on, you know, different different trips to do during the winter. And I came across a river cruise that takes you to the Christmas markets. And I was like, oh my goodness, like... I need to, you know, film something over there about the SWAT <laughs> program. So if you don't already know, the SWAT program essentially allows you to take your DVC points and swap them for Disney Cruises, Adventures by Disney, if you want to stay at Universal Studios, uh, different uh, vacation rentals. There's lots of different options that you could do. Um, and so I went over there and I, I did some some vlogs uh per se and it talks all about the different markets that you can visit 
on an Adventures by Disney trip using your points. Um, and what I love about this program is if you're whether you bought direct or you bought resale, you can use the swap program. But it's so much cheaper to do uh, the swap program versus exchanging your points directly through Disney. So it's about half. So let's say you wanted to go on a Disney cruise and it was going to be, I don't know, 200 points per person. You would pay 200 points per person plus a $95 exchange fee. With the swap program, essentially all we're doing is renting out your points on the back end. Uh, but it's about half of what it would be to you know, trade your points direct with DVC and there's no $95 exchange fee. Same with Adventures by Disney. And so if you go over to our YouTube channel, you'll see uh, there's one video posted so far about my Christmas market trip and, you know, the different things you can see on that specific trip. Uh, There will be four more videos coming out. Um, And then over the summer, I also did uh, an Italy and France trip, which there will be more videos, just so many videos, but, um, <laughs> just, you know, there's a lot. I, I just want to showcase all the different places that you can visit using your DVC membership. It's not, you know, the DVC resorts are incredible, but there's so much more out there that you could do with your points as well. That's great. Yeah. No, I think the last time we had Derek on, we, we made him talk about the swap program. I think he had to study ahead of time, but, um, <laughs> so it's so funny because I was over in Germany, um, at the Christmas markets. And so him and Marissa went over to Epcot and they were like, we're here in Germany. And then they throw it over to me and I'm like, I'm actually here in Germany. <laughs> Very nice. That's, that's good. That's, that's yeah. Funny. Yeah. No, I, we were, I think we were pretty shocked by the, how much cheaper it is to do the swap uh, when, when we were talking to Derek, like just for like, a, I think we looked at a cruise if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, Whoa, that's a, that's makes it really worthwhile to do it. <laughs> like it was pretty impressive. Um, that's the thing. If you're going to do it anyway, like if, if yeah. especially, Oh my gosh, it pains me when I see people using their points to go on a Disney cruise or, oh, or ABD direct with DVC. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I could have, literally gotten that for you for half half the <laughs> points um so yeah look into it ellie is our swap extraordinaire um she'll be able to help you with all of that uh, she's incredible and then we're it's going to be expanding so there, really the sky is the limit with this swap program if there's a trip that you've always wanted to do a resort that's not disney that you've wanted to stay in just reach out to ellie and ask her to start looking into it because we can most likely make it happen. Maybe not right away, but we could most likely make it happen, you know, within the near future for you. What about, what about Peppa Pigland? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I really think like sky's the limit on this. If you want to go to Peppa Pigland, is this for I've, you or? <laughs> no, I've, I've had, listen, I've had enough of Peppa Pigland. I've been there twice now and that was more than I needed to go. It's actually um, for me. Trevor's <laughs> yeah, a big Peppa Pig fan, but you don't have a British accent. I heard yes. if you watch a lot of Peppa Pig, all of a sudden you start talking a British. Yeah, accent. yeah, that's true. I, my my daughter watches a fair amount of Peppa Pig and does not does not do that. She actually, it's more of a bluey problem these days of saying Australian. Yeah, like yep. that's my that's niece, the bigger problem. Too. Um, but 
yeah. So no, I'm just joking because every time every time Derek's on with us, I'm like, when are you guys going to get you know start selling tickets for Peppa Pigland? <laughs> but but I, I honestly, like all jokes aside, I think Ellie could actually make that happen for you I'm if sure. you wanted to. So and then no, um, had enough. Speaking of different parks, Universal, the swap for Universal is insane. Like you could stay concierge in their nicest hotels over there for like half of what you can stay on property at, at Disney. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, look into that. If you, if you have kids that are maybe get, get into the age that they want to try something new, you know, a, another park, uh, definitely an option. And you could, uh, swap for tickets as well. That's great. Yeah, that's going to be on my list when uh, Super Nintendo World opens. I've been saying this for a while that uh, like, like I'm just waiting for that before I spend time at Universal because I don't want to or I'm, I'm not a big like Universal fan. Like I just don't don't like the rides and stuff as much. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm Well, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's, the, the, it's, it's a different. I vibe. think I think yeah. if you're listening to this pod, we all feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that I think we're not Universal's rides are bad. It's just they're not my kind of ride. It's so. not that it's bad. It's just not it's just Disney. Different. It's just <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's not Disney. Yeah. So, so Danny, how can people get a hold of you? What's the the best way to reach out to you if uh, if they have questions or, or want to talk to you about anything we talked about today? Yeah, so my email is Danny, D-A-N-I, at DVCresalemarket.com. You can email me. If you have a question that you don't want to wait until I check my email for, just text me, 954-257-2425. So that's my direct cell phone number. I have my phone attached to my hand all the time. (laughs) Uh, Text is usually the fastest way to get a hold of me just because I'm usually on the phone 90% of the time too. So if you call me and I don't answer, just send me a text. I'll get back to you right away. Um, So yeah, again, 954-257-2425. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I, I, Trevor, I don't know if you had anything else, but I... No, just... Yeah, thank you, Danny. It was great talking with you. Always a blast. And you stay warm over there. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we will. I will. Don't worry. It is, I mean, it's a little chilly where I live today. It's in like the 50s, you know? Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. Trevor, you go by Celsius anyway, so it's a whole different... <laughs> That's still like that? above zero. Yeah, it's above zero. 50 is like... Uh, I want to say like 11 or 12 degrees or something like that. Okay, well... I'm it's minus here. five here right now. <laughs> yeah, in Florida, it's probably like 65 yeah. and everyone's wearing winter coats that you guys wear in Calgary. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I brought my winter jacket out. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say yeah. it, but I am that girl. I am the one wearing the Uggs and the winter jacket like the second it hits below 70. <laughs> That's okay. That's what happens, though. You know, my, my mom lives in Florida and now she's, she's like that, too. So <laughs> We just, you know, we can only wear it a few times a year. So exactly, we got to get our money's worth. <laughs> exactly. I told you, you can come visit Canada. You'll you'll have plenty of opportunities to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tre- Trevor's going to be downright warm when he uh, goes goes to Florida, and it's in the sixties uh, ne- next week. <laughs> you're you're going to be it. one of those crazy people in the pool. That- oh, yeah. absolutely. We're we're going to Blizzard Beach. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. thanks again, Danny. Oh, thank you so much. I had such a blast as always. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> So uh, great having Danny on as always. She's, you know, she's always a good time. Uh, mm-hmm. So I appreciate her coming on the show and talking about, 
and speculating on things with us. <laughs> so, but I think yeah, right now, well, uh, that kind of went off the rails a little bit, but well, that's what it does. That's yeah. what happens. Right. <laughs> uh, so really quick, quickly here, we're going to do, uh, our ad, uh, for the sponsor for this episode. Then we're going to talk about Trevor's trip. And I also do want to mention something about my trip, even though it's a couple months out because, uh, something kind of funny happened after the last show. So <laughs> all right, so go ahead and do our ad. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, this week, um, our sponsor is DVC Rental Store, a world of DVC company that offers magical vacations at an incredible value. You can save up to 60% off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as 25% of the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. As always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most for members looking to rent their points. Want to know more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com slash welcome home or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 382-7368. When you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. So, Trevor, just before you get into your trip, I I, yeah. I know you're going to Disney next week. So, last week we had the conversation about the Grand Villa versus Separate Rooms conversation, right? Yeah. Which sparked a lot of conversation in the group, actually. It, it was were, good. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad to hear people's perspectives on this because obviously not every family wants to do it the same way, right? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So just to recap, you were you had a grand villa booked, correct? Yeah. So I had a grand villa at Saratoga booked, and we were going to have ten people staying in it, um, and it, which was three different families. You know, uh, my father in law, mother in law. Um, my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, their two kids, and then my wife and I and, and our daughter and, and a nanny as well. So we, 10 people, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were trying to figure out how we were going to arrange the rooms and all that. And then this topic came up last week on the show. And I, as we were talking about it, I was, I was thinking about it, you know, more and more. I was kind of getting my wheels turning. And so then I looked into it. You know, first of all, it's a little last minute to be booking different rooms. But the good thing is Saratoga is huge and has lots of available rooms. Um, so... I was like, you know what? Why don't I talk to my wife and and maybe we should just do two two bedrooms instead of doing the grand villa, <laughs> and then we can all you know can have our own space and everything. And so I mentioned to my wife, and and you know it's less points first of all, less points than a grand villa, right? Yeah. Okay. So and and you know really and it, you know what got to me was was Damon saying, well, like what's the what's the pro like he was basically what's the pro of staying in. A grand villa, right? And like, and the only thing I can think of is like convenience, right? Like, you don't have to go hunt down the other people, but you know, we can. I, I called up DVC and I got them to link our reservations, so I'm assuming our rooms will be very close together, right? So not if not big next to one another, like hopefully next to each other, right? Saratoga is big enough that I'm sure they can accommodate that. Um, so so I said that to my wife, and she's like, "Yeah, why don't we do that?" And and that way, you know, we have the my brother and sister in law stay in one in one room, and then I mean, in one uh one of the two bedrooms, and then we'll stay in the other two bedroom with my in laws. And uh, you know, sure enough, that's what we're doing now. So I canceled my Grand Villa reservation, and now we're doing two two bedrooms at Saratoga. Um, I, and I actually think it's a good choice. I, I you know, the only concern I have obviously is how close the rooms are to each other. But like I said, I mean, Saratoga is big enough that even if they are somehow far apart from each other. That I'm sure I could probably like, you know, like, hey, we we need rooms closer to each other, and they could probably accommodate us in some way. Um, but like I said, I already contacted DVC about about uh, making sure that we're they know we're one big group. Um, so you know, so now we're we're gonna do it that way. So I, I mean, I'm, I think it's gonna work out really nicely. Um, 
I now the only thing I have left is I, I got to do dining reservations in about a month here, um, mm-hmm. and we have not really planned what we're going to do yet. But um, but yeah, I just wanted to to follow up on that because we we had a really long conversation about that on on the last show, and it really sparked a lot of conversation in the group. And uh, it literally changed my it just I hadn't thought about doing it that way, and I just hadn't thought that it was going to be a good way to do things. But then after looking into it and seeing that it was less points, I was like, all right. Let's do two two bedrooms. Works for yeah, me. <laughs> you, you, you know, it's funny. You know, sometimes it's good to like. It's funny. You start a plan and you're like, this makes this the most sense, right? Like, you, you look at everything. And you're like, this this is how this should play out, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. You've got a big group yeah. of people. This makes the most sense. But you know, it's good to have these conversations. And even if it, even if the conversation didn't lean, or you know, if it still didn't make sense at the end of the conversation. It's good to to talk through it with different people from different points of view. And and I also like for me, you know, like like I said, I'm kind of in the same boat as Damon that that I understand the the desire to want to have uh, a space where or, or not or ha- have the ability to, like, you know, separate groups if need be, which yeah. I feel is harder with the with the bigger room with the, the three bedroom, because it's like you can you know, people can go off into a room, but you're still all kind of connected by the main um by the main living room area. The main rooms, yeah, yeah. Whereas this is like, you know, if you know, if kids, you know, like if your daughter is going to bed, it's like you can go over to the other room and still have a conversation and stuff. And like you can still have that separation, but everyone's still yeah. close enough, right? So Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean the and two bed- I, bedrooms are big enough that, you know, we could all of us can hang out in one space if we wanted to. You know, like you said, like we could all yeah. hang out in that space and be and I mean it's not going to be as comfortable as what a three bedroom would be, but it's still going to be fine. I, I think it'll be perfectly fine, and and I yeah. I'm betting that you're going to you're going to subconsciously do this, but you're all going to decide on one room is going to be like your hangout room for the yeah. duration of the trip. Exactly, like, it'll, that'll I be like the like main meetup room. room. It's gonna yeah, be my room. Probably, <laughs> like, yeah, it's gonna be my room. I just know it's gonna be. So yeah, but, I also but appreciated. Then, but I, all by the way, all the suggestions in the group about taking the. Uh, the pull out, uh, the pull out chair bed that they have it. I think some people thought I was staying in Animal Kingdom, and they had that pull out chair bed. They were saying, yeah. "Oh, you should just bring that into the master bedroom, and your daughter can sleep there," which is a great idea. But I don't believe they have that bed at Saratoga, so <laughs> can't really do that. But anyway, yeah, go that, ahead. Sorry, I, I, I didn't realize. I, I saw that too. I didn't realize that they did that at Animal Kingdom, and I kind of wish that they had that. Like that would be a everywhere, great, like <laughs> like across the board. Like you know, it's a chair, but then you know, if you need that one extra bed. bed you can do that. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, we might end up staying in the master now. So, I mean, I, I don't know. We haven't really discussed it yet. We're going to figure it out later, but you know, we'll see yeah. what happens. So, so that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm glad we, we helped you figure, figure your stuff out. Cause yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, that's, that's why we do this. That's why we talk about this stuff. <laughs> that is why we talk about it, but yeah. we should first right. talk about your, your, enough. Uh, yeah. We should now talk about your trip because you are leaving in like a week here. And so yes. you have, yeah, have I, some, you're in full, you know, packing mode. So, so this, after I get off of this podcast, I, I have all of our suitcases half packed. So like we've, um, the way that I go about packing and, and I know it doesn't work for everybody, but I start like a month before the trip because, and part of the reason too, is especially, um, right now, literally I'm looking out the window and it's snowing just to give everybody context <laughs> that it's, it's cold here. And with that comes the fact that, you know, finding things like sunscreen and stuff is not, I mean, I can order it through Amazon and stuff, but a lot of places don't stock this stuff. So if I need to go shopping around for, you know, sunscreen or even like, you know, if I need a new bathing suit or something, 
it's hard to find around here. So hence why, hence why we, we start like a month beforehand to make sure that we have time to, to buy whatever we need to get if we're, we're missing stuff for the trip. And then, you know, if we can't find it locally, we of course order it and, you know, get it delivered and and all that kind of stuff. And, and again, even, you know, ordering stuff, like even though it's Amazon, like, I, I don't know if you have this problem in the States, but up here, a lot of times things, it'll be like, oh, you know, you know, a bunch of stuff will be like one day delivery, but right. then certain products, it'll be like, we'll order it. And it'll be like, oh, that's going to be like a week and a half. Yeah, and it's yeah, just because happens. they don't, they don't keep it locally. Right. So it's being delivered from, from, you know, Wherever. the States or something. Yeah. So, so we're obviously planning or, or we've been packing for a while, but um, today is we're going to continue packing and we're going to get to like 90% done packing just because there's a couple of things that we can't really pack until like a day or two before. So, um, so we're in full packing mode, but then as far as this trip goes, um, I want to highlight a couple of things that, uh, you know, every time we go on a trip, I do like to, I like to try and do things a little different every time. Like we have things that, you know, like once we find something that works, it's like, this is how we're, we're going to do it. But, um, this time I, uh, two new things that I'm trying for like, not, not Disney specific, but for like planning and helping with the trip is, um, we're actually trying mirrors connect for our shuttle from the, uh, from the, the airport to the hotel. So, mm-hmm. so mirrors connect, um, for, for anyone who hasn't been following along with all the fun, um, <laughs> what, what happened was what, you know, this use mirrors used to run the, uh, the magical express, they broke that apart back in, in 2020, but mirrors continued to run their service. And then there was another company that, that spawned called sunshine flyer. And the two were kind of competing. And then just this, I think it was like last September, uh, sunshine flyer merged into mirrors. And now we have, or they called it mirrors connect. It's so it's, it's basically both of the companies combined together with the expectation that it's, you know, you're kind of getting the same service as the Magical Express, but obviously you're paying for it. The thing is, is that the the cost of this versus um, on previous trips, we had done the um, the purse or the um, town car shuttle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, th- this is definitely much cheaper than that. Yeah. So for anybody looking at, at cost differences, you know, getting your own, you know, private shuttle, town car, whatever, that's always going to be more expensive. This is a good, I, I feel like it's a good, um, uh, economy option. And like I said, we, we just wanted to try it because it was like, well, we know, we kind of know what to expect. And, um, they do have the option too, that you can pay for direct, like, like this is like the magical express where it may stop at other resorts. But if you want to get the direct to resort again, they make you pay more for that, which actually again, puts it closer to like renting a town car. So, um, they have a fast so, pass for the, uh, for the magical express. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, but so, so yeah, the, the thing is, is, you know, it, it all comes down to, to cost around there. And yeah, of course we, you know, you know, like I said, we, we wanted to, you know, try and save a bit of money on that because honestly, it, you know, it is, it is expensive and you know, this is, you know, th- this is something that, you know, we, we talked about and we're like, yeah, you know, we can, we're not in, in a super big hurry to get to the resort. You know, we can, we can just roll with the shuttle and see how it goes. Right. And, yeah. you know, th- the nice thing is, is if we don't like it, we can always go back to the town car rental for, for the next trip. Um, so that, so that's the first thing. The second thing is, is that um, we, you know, like a lot of people, we will, um, we buy food for our room at, at the start of the trip. So we get things like, 
like breakfast food. So we get like apples and bagels and stuff that we can make for breakfast. And uh, we, we like to do an order of that ahead of time, which in the in previous trips, I've always used uh, Instacart for that, which is um, it, like, you know, Amazon, Instacart, all that kind of stuff. They do those um, those food delivery services. But um, I just stumbled on one that uh, or I stumbled on a different one this time around that, again, you know, I was like, you know, let's try this out. Uh, so it's called Vacation Grocery Delivery Florida, which is one of these companies that has spawned from, um, you know, post COVID uh, cast members that, you know, kind of started their own business. And so it's um, kind of like, uh, I guess like Dizzy Dolphin or, you know, one of those services where, um, you know, you give them their, you give, you give them your order and then they'll go and buy everything and then deliver it to the resort. Uh, so I've, I've placed an order with them. We'll see how it goes. I'm hoping that <laughs> I'm hoping that it, it doesn't go completely sideways. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it seems like, you know, these people are running these businesses, you know, obviously they, they want to make sure that, you know, they're keeping people happy. And, um, so I, you know, they, they've, and just to, to be upfront, you know, they've been very good. Like, you know, I sent them or I got a quote from them initially, they were very quick to communicate and, um, you know, th- they've got their contact information, everything on there. So if something does happen, I know that, you know, I can reach out to them and try and resolve it. But, you know, worst case scenario, I can always, you know, find the nearest Walmart and go buy stuff if I need to as well. But I- I'd much I'd much rather get my stuff delivered to the resort up front if I can. And that's that's the plan right now. So, um, yeah, so so those are the two big things that I'm doing different this trip and I'll report on those afterwards that uh, you know how they went because you know I feel people like like me you know like to look into these things and figure out if there's maybe a better you know a better way to do things or what's the the preferred way to to get things done the, the other thing about this service is that this compared to Instacart actually did come in a bit cheaper uh because it seems that you know with these shopping services that they're they're trying to make use of it, like you know, buying, you know, things on sale or in bulk and stuff like that so that, you know, it does bring the price down. Whereas, you know, if you go through Instacart, they just take whatever the current price is at the store. So, um, so yeah, I'm hoping that, uh, I I'm hoping that, you know, we'll save a little bit of money here again and that, uh, that it won't be any different than what we've done for previous trips with getting food delivered to the, to the room. Nice. And then um, as far as uh, so you were talking about dining reservations earlier. Um, oh, yeah. So we we do have two dining reservations set up this time. We so on, on our last trip because of, you know, there's a there's a little hurricane that happened. Yeah, you, you did know, have a natural yeah. disaster. Occurring, you know? Yeah, um, it, it kind of messed up some of our plans. So we um, so we we've really wanted to go back to garden grill. We haven't done garden grill in years. So we're going to be doing uh, that and we're going to be doing a fifties primetime diner. Nice. Um, so th- those are our two sit down reservations for this trip because um, you know, as we've said before, the, the thing is, is I don't like doing a ton of those reservations because they are a lot of food and um, you know, it sounds great until you realize that after you've had like one or two of them that you, you just, can't eat that much food <laughs> so um yeah so we're, we're we're doing that and then uh and then outside of that you know we so we had talked previously about the uh uh the festival of the arts the the different booths so um oh, yeah. me and my family me and my family actually sat down and 
we went through the app, um, you know, nice. uh, which, yeah, you know, you know, works, works great. And we, we've actually, so, so my wife and my son kind of made their own profile and I made my profile because I, you know, as you know, I, I like different food than they do. And, you know, <laughs> I, I try all the weird stuff, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so we're going to, we're going to actually do that. And, and our plan is actually to, um, we're going to be doing a lot of park hopper days this time. Oh, around. nice. Okay. Yeah. Because what, what we found is that, you know, we do like, um, we like visiting all of the parks. So like, you know, we are planning to hit all four parks. Um, the ones though, that don't hold our attention as long is Hollywood studios and animal kingdom. And it's not because, or well, animal, it's not because animal kingdom is a bad park. Um, Hollywood studios, there's, it has the same problem as universal that, most of the rides there um, are not something that my entire family can do. So I don't want to spend a lot of time there. Yeah. Like we, we actually talked about it and um, or, or we didn't just talk about, it. we actually sat down, we looked through like all the different rides and we even talked about um, uh, things like uh, Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. So, so my wife uh, unfortunately has, has issues with, with dizziness and all that. And we were kind of on the fence about it. And I did some research on the ride and we ultimately decided that she's not going to do it. So, so what our plan is, is that um, she's we've heard that the pre-show and everything is really good. So yeah, yeah. she's going to come through the line with us. But when we get go to get on the ride, she's going to ask to to to, you know, step out and yeah. and and leave, which, you know, that that's great for that ride. Uh, but then I started thinking about it and I actually went through the rest of the rides at Hollywood studios. And I realized that, that there's really nothing there that she can actually enjoy. Like there, there's a couple of shows that she could go watch, but outside of that, there's no rides like in the other parks, you know, something like the people mover where she can, where she can enjoy it. So hmm. what we've decided is that we're going to do like, we're going to do the half day at Hollywood studios and then we're going to go back to Epcot. So we're actually going to have multiple days at Epcot, which for the, for the intent of, you know, the, the festival, the arts boost, it does give us more opportunity to go and try more of the things there because our, our plan is, you know, we'll be there in the, to the afternoon, the evening. So we'll stop for dinner at these different booths. So, so that's the plan right now is that we're, we're going to be doing like, like half days in the morning um, you know, you know, going to these different parks and then we're going to end up probably back at Epcot the majority of the time, because, you know, why would you not hang out at Epcot? <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. 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 And then and then the last thing are um, again, we've, we talked about this before, but we do have a uh, an after uh, an after hours uh, event scheduled at Magic Kingdom, which is the day after Super Bowl, which I'm hoping so, so I didn't I didn't plan for this, um, but we're going to be there during Super Bowl, which I don't know. I'll be honest. I have no idea how much this is going to affect. I think I, I would assume that, you know, the day of Super Bowl, people are not or like, you know, people who want to go watch Super Bowl do so. They don't you know, they don't care about the parks. But I know after the day after there's usually the the parade with the um you know, whoever won, they they, they might be doing Disney, that at Disneyland right? though, because the the That's... the the game is in Vegas, so they might be doing oh, Disneyland. It is in Vegas. Okay, so so th that's what I was kind of wondering about. I'm like, are they gonna? Is there gonna be people there? Let, but and and this is the problem is that I I do not pay attention to Super Bowl 
Like, <laughs> what, so you don't I'm pay just attention like, to any sports? What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't watch sports, so it's you know it, it it means nothing to me until a bunch of people show up in Magic Kingdom, and I'm wondering why it's so busy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll we'll see how that all plays out. Um, it's yeah, like I said, it's it's not a uh, it's not going to be a big deal. I feel, but it may. It may make one or two days a little bit busier than we anticipated, but I also feel like the fact that we, you know, we have the after hours event and all that, that I feel that will offset it because, you know, typically the after hours events are nowhere near as busy. And, and we, we ended up settling on the magic kingdom one because, um, that, you know, it's the most amount of rides you can get in for, yeah. you know, cause we, we care about rides, you know, so it's. So it's the most amount of rides and also it'll give us an opportunity. Like I'm still going to most likely lightning lane Tron once, but it'll give us another opportunity to do it as well. Are you going to do that for rise too or no? Cause I know you haven't gotten on rise. Just a- yeah. I'm, I'm not sure about rise yet. We're, we're kind of on the fence about it because like I said, we're, I don't know how much time we're going to spend in Hollywood studios and I, I guess it depends. Like if it's like I can get a lightning lane and it's like, reasonably like middle of the day or you know morning yes but if it's like if i have to come back in the afternoon and like i said you know if we're if we're gonna be um only there for half of a day and then leaving i don't want it to be that you know oh there's a a lightning lane at four o'clock and i'm just hanging around or having to come back to hollywood studios at four o'clock just for that because oh i figured that ride would be a priority for you since you hadn't gone on it yet and it's been open for so long yeah well you know what's funny is that it it's kind of other rides have taken um, precedence over it in my head because <laughs> because and part of this is because of the fact that uh, we we got Star Wars out yeah a while ago that like we you know we we went to we went to Galaxy's Edge we we've done it and you know everything but Rise like like you know we we've seen everything else that it offers and so I'm kind of at a point where it's like yeah I will I will go there for that if the opportunity arises and even on our last trip, it was like, you know, we were disappointed that the hurricane, you know, caused us to miss it, but it was not, um, like we weren't that hurt about it. And, and the thing is, is that other rides in my mind have, like I said, have Tron and guardians of the galaxy to me have kind of taken front seat over rise. (laughs) So so as long as I can ride guardians and as long as I can get on Tron, that's those are kind of my two big priorities and rise is kind of a nice to have at this point. Yeah. No. Cause I mean, I, that's surprising. I, but I mean, I will tell you, I, I think, uh, you know, rise is extraordinarily cool, even though it's been only, it's been open for a while now. It's, it's still very cool to me. Um, I I don't doubt it, but yeah, I'm just not prioritizing it, I guess, as much as other rides. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. You can always rope drop it, I guess. I mean, if you guys plan on being in the parks that early. Yeah, that that was or that was kind of our plan at first, but then I realized or we we were thinking about Mickey and Minnie's as well. And then we realized, oh yeah, you know, we between the two, we should probably rope drop Mickey and Minnie's because you know, if my wife is coming with us, it's yeah. like, you know, we can go and we can do we can experience that and then um and then, yeah, kind of wait and see what happens with Rise. Like, I, I know it sounds backwards, but it's just because, like, I, I'm not as hyped about Star Wars stuff right now. So to me, it's like, it, it's not the big thing in my head that I have to go and see it right now. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. for me, like you know, I, I I'm never really all that hyped about Star Wars. Like, I just I just enjoyed it as a ride. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, and th- and that's fair. But I I feel personally, I feel like there there's enough new rides going on. Yeah, that I don't have to like. It, it's not that. It's not in that place that it was back when it first opened, because like when it first opened, it was like that was the new thing. Like, like yeah, yeah. You know, there's it was before Guardians and, opened since then. Yeah. Yeah. And and so now that now that there's like so many different things, I'm like, eh, you know, I don't need to I don't need to like put myself out to do that because because part of it, too, is, you know, we like we're obviously doing a lot of stuff, but it is still a, a vacation. Of course. And. And I don't want to go and make myself miserable trying to get to this one ride when I could be doing other things. And yeah, yeah and and, and it's not just me either. Like it's you know it's you know my son and my wife. It, it, like you know we'll we'll see how things play out. We'll, we'll most likely get on it. But if something happened where it just didn't work out again, that you know we couldn't get on it. We I think we've all kind of accepted that you know if we miss it, we miss it, and we'll try next time. Gotcha. Because because yeah, it's it's not. It's it's not worth um it's not worth making it bad for everybody or and again like you know I I don't want it to to be one of those things where you know we're hanging around at Hollywood Studios and none of us really want to be there <laughs> just, just to ride this ride right so I got you I got yeah you. yeah so yeah that's that's kind of the plan right now and then, and then uh, yeah like I mentioned earlier when when Danny was on uh, we are. We are planning to go to Blizzard Beach. Um, it, it entirely, I mean, I, I know we're Canadian and you all think we're crazy, but um, <laughs> I don't think you're but, crazy. I get it. Yeah, but you know, you know, if, if it's if it's a cooler day, we still may not go. Like, like we've kind of left that day open as we'll go to Blizzard Beach. But if it's if it's not, um, if it's not looking like it's going to be, you know, very warm that day, or if it's going to be like you know, raining or whatever, we may just end up going to magic kingdom. Cause, um, yeah. Cause he, even though, you know, we, we can deal with cold, you still don't want to like, you still don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being in, being in the rain at a water park is, I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it's because it's like, you know, like the wind gets cold and stuff that it's not as fun as you think. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, so that that's kind of uh what we got lined up here for for the next week and uh yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes and uh we or so I won't be I won't be here next week obviously to record and w- we get back the next weekend so I'll be 2 weeks out before I'm back to to report on how this went. I actually think we might not have a show uh that weekend 2 weeks from now. Okay, because uh, yeah. I am also going to be away. So, right, um, and Damon, yeah, yeah. Damon. I think we're all going to be. I think we too. all have plans that weekend. So <laughs> okay. I, I, um, yeah, I, I, I think we may not have a show that week, or we may try to pre-record something. But uh, we're, we're going to have to see. Well, yeah, you, you and Damon will have to figure that out. I mean, because I'm not. Yeah, because uh, you're not going to be. Yeah, no, you, do, yeah. you don't. Bother I, I'm not bringing out my laptop or anything. So no, no, I won't no, be able to record. No, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, unless you want. Or unless you want like a weird phone recording, I could, you know, record something and send it to you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I am very much looking forward to your uh, to you doing like Moana and like the whole middle section of uh, Epcot now and, uh, you know, yes. doing some of the other new stuff. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's, you know, we'll definitely be in there. And, and like I said, we're going to have an extended amount of time in Epcot. So I feel like I feel like we'll have plenty of time to really like just go and explore these things and not be too rushed to 
Yeah. You know, get it done quick, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So we only okay. have a couple news items this week that I we want to talk about. And I, I find it weird that I put on a, uh, a, a, a wedding thing, but. Uh, so, um, with, with the middle of Epcot reopened, now they're doing, uh, it as a wedding venue in the, uh, world celebration gardens. And this picture that they shared looks amazing. It's <laughs> like, so, yeah, it, it looks so pretty. Like, yeah. I, I'll be honest, like that, that does look amazing. Like the, 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 the fact that the chairs are that like transparent <laughs> plastic or whatever yeah. I'm assuming they'll they'll be plastic chairs. But, they, they, yeah, they're transparent. Yeah, I yeah. doubt they'd be like glass, right? Like them. Yeah. <laughs> but and um, and the lighting and the yeah, that's that would be an amazing wedding venue. <laughs> absolutely, especially. I mean, like, listen, this also probably would cost a fortune. I have no idea how much it costs, but it's a, like a lot of money, right? Like, because you see some people do the. Uh, We'll do the weddings at Disney and like it's it's um you know the ones where they rent at the park like you can do it at the wedding yeah. venue for you know I, we we actually priced it out when we were looking for us and and it wasn't it, it was expensive but it wasn't that much more expensive than what we were already doing but like if you want to do one of these things where you're like you know taking up a big part of the park uh those cost a lot of money <laughs> so um but I mean like listen if if I had the money and uh, I was getting like uh you know renewing my vows or getting remarried or something you know like that'd be amazing like that would be awesome now so yeah if if it's during regular park hours i assume it would be expensive do you do you suppose that the the prices don't get quite as bad if you're planning like a because some of these they'll do like either early morning or after the park closes kind of thing, yeah right? yeah like, maybe cause like because in the off season the the park closures are are a lot earlier i mean it's not like you'd still be having a wedding at like 11 o'clock at night yeah yeah but, would. yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, they actually, they, I'm just looking at their website too. They actually do it in, in the front of Epcot too. So like in front of the fountain there, um, which I did not know. So that's pretty cool too. Um, you know, all these things, I, I, I don't think they have any like prices listed out. Oh, you can do it in Pandora too. Really? Okay. (laughs) That's a, that's a choice. Yeah. That way. I mean, listen, if you're like, I'm sure there are some people that are huge, uh, Pandora, I mean, as huge avatar fans and, you know. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, even outside of that, I mean, it does make for an interesting, like, otherworldly venue, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It does. It does. There's some cool venues that they have, for sure. I mean, we talked about this before, like, when you could do it, um, you could do a, a ceremony inside some of the rides. Like, the great movie ride, you could actually, you know, have, like, a reception on the track. Like, you know, um, which is cool, but also probably costs a fortune. So, yeah. But no, I just I just saw this picture and I was like, we are not the show probably to talk about wedding stuff. But man, does that look cool? I know um, we're the show to talk about anything Epcot. So, <laughs> I mean, to to be fair, when we were there for the meetup, there was actually somebody having a wedding at Epcot right. when we were yeah. there. So that's right. You know, As we were walking into the International Gateway yeah. off the sky, the Skyliner, there was a lot of people very very well dressed. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, you know, you're right that, you know, we're not, you know, the place to talk about this regularly, but it's definitely, you know, it's definitely good for us to bring it up from time to time because, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, people aren't always aware of exactly how many different, like it's, everyone assumes, you know, oh, you're having a wedding at Disney. It's like in front of the Magic Kingdom or in front of Cinderella's castle. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, to to this point, you know, there are a ton of different places where where they can 
offer weddings. So, you know, I, I wouldn't, uh, or, you know, if you, if you're in that mode of wedding planning or, you know, you're helping somebody plan a wedding and they have money <laughs> to spend, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you know, there is, there is a lot of options and even like, just, just looking at it, um, like on the, uh, on the website, you know, they list Florida, California, Hawaii, and, uh, the cruise lines are all open for, for weddings. So if you have the money, right. Yeah. <laughs> I think the cruises would act cruises are along cruises would be cool. probably be the, the cheapest ones of the lot. You think so? I mean, but then all your yeah. guests have to pay for a cruise though. Right. Like, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I, I guess if, if you're, but it, you know, you could, or I guess I, what I've seen before is people plan like the, um, the wedding slash vacation, or at least in my family, like people would, uh, yeah. um, a couple of my cousins did this where they got married in Mexico, but you know, everybody coming was like, Oh, Hey, you know, we're, we're here for your wedding, but also this is a vacation. So it yeah. was like, they yeah. did the wedding and then, and then the bride and groom, you know, went off and did their thing, but then everyone else had their own vacation planned. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, so last but not least, uh, we, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the Pixar place hotel opening, um, get, got a lot of pictures of the, of what it looks like. And listen, I don't, I don't necessarily know what it looks like before, but it looks really nice. I, 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 they themed it very well. And I have to say, I love the fact that they have Bing Bong, uh, as a a character that you can meet. (laughs) That's yeah. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> you, you don't want to meet Bing Bong? What? Why, why wouldn't you want to meet Bing Bong? B- that whole thing with Bing Bong was kind of traumatic. Oh, it, it, yeah. It's, it, that's 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 the part of the movie that gets everybody right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's I true. I don't know if I could. You know, you know, meeting Bing Bong would be like, hey, hey, Bing so, Bong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but like, no. listen. But before Bing Bong disappeared, okay, wait. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. If you haven't seen Inside Out, you know, just just skip ahead here but uh you know before bing bong disappears uh he's a fun character i mean spoilers, yeah but yeah listen <laughs> you know people get mad about it, like oh, who's gonna watch that like okay well you had a long All time right. to do it at this yeah. point but, um, <laughs> but yeah i mean yeah the the, the uh, hotel renovations definitely it, it definitely updated it it looks a lot nicer um yeah and yeah like i said it, it, it's kind of nice too that they are you know bringing in a character like bing bong because you know, you know, they're, they are theming according to the fact that it's Pixar and also it, having having a unique character tied to the hotel, I think, helps justify the hotel's identity. Yeah. Yeah. Also, too, they have they have the guy from Soul, too. They they have a guy that's like playing that character, playing piano, uh, which I think is cool. I have not seen Soul yet, actually. That one's on my list. So. Uh, no, I, I'm, okay. I'm just really digging all the arts that they have on the all the art that they have on the walls and uh, all the different, you know, it, it looks it looks very nice. Like I said, I, I really I like um, especially like the concept sketches that they do, you know, like that's that's some really cool stuff. And, you know, those probably came directly from, uh, you know, from Pixar, like they probably are real sketches that they, you know, that they actually did. Across the street from the Pixar animation studio. It's not literally across the street. But, yeah, it's yeah. not. <laughs> Down the road. Uh, well, not really even. It's uh, Pixar is a little bit further away. But um, anyway. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like I said, I, I, I'm liking the pictures of this. They also mentioned, too, that they're going to be opening two-bedroom suites in there, too. Um, two-bedroom themed signature suites will be available in later 2024. So, oh, that's, that is interesting because um, they're – or I guess – Hmm. 
I guess they're not expecting nearly as much volume going through that hotel because it used to be that 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 hotel was, I mean, it it was the the cheapest of the three Disneyland hotels. Um, but the fact that they're offering two bedrooms, I wonder, I wonder if they're trying to get it kind of on the same level as the Disneyland hotel or or make people stop thinking of it as the cheap option. Yeah, it kind of seems like it, right? Yeah. I mean, I, all of this looks, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, then again, I'm not in the rooms, but I mean, it, it doesn't feel like the cheap option to me. You know, it look it looks very nice. I mean, I, Pixar Pier. So when it was Pixar Pier versus the Grand Californian, like the, I mean, in terms of the rooms, it was the, the Pixar Pier felt closer to some of the good neighbor hotels, in my opinion, <laughs> Yeah, which, yeah, it, I mean, it not. I've stayed in the Good Neighbor Hotels as well, which, you know, at Disneyland, it's right across the street. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, but, yeah, you can definitely you could tell the difference between a Disney hotel and a non-Disney hotel trying to be a Disney hotel. And, <laughs> and Pixar Pier felt like the latter and or, or not Pixar or Paradise Pier. Sorry, I, I should. I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah, um, but so yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that the you know with everything that or the work they put into to bring this up to, I guess up to their standard, you know it, you know Disney, Disney does need to do that, and you know the, the fact that they're doing it is, uh, yeah, as much as people love to to get on Disney sometimes for you know oh they're you know they're they're cheapening stuff or they're cutting corners or whatever, um, this is a lot of work. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, re bring you know redoing a hotel like this. It's not, it's not just a coat of paint that they did. Like I, I think that's the thing that some people don't understand is that this is a lot of work. And, and then also, yeah, reconfiguring the rooms to two bedrooms. That's that's pretty big too. So. Well, one's gonna one's gonna be themed to Coco, and the others are gonna be Incredibles themed, which are, are is cool. I, I I like that they're they're theming them to uh, specific things. So. I wonder if the Incredibles ones will uh, follow the same similar aesthetic to the uh, contemporary rooms. It it, it says it ha- it will have a mid-century design with a spy-fi twist. So whatever that means. <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever whatever that means. Um, yeah. So anyway, I no. I, this looks like you know a really a really well done uh, you know overhaul of this this resort. So. Um, you know, I, I don't know if anybody stayed there or are going to stay there, you know, let us know. We, we would love to, to hear about it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm not selling anybody on staying there because I keep talking about <laughs> how, <laughs> how much, you how much I didn't enjoy it, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, uh, I, I understand, but all right, well, that's all I got. Um, anything else you want to mention before we wrap it up? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, enjoy your trip. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, uh, our last trip was good, you, you know, and, you know, hurricane aside and everything, we still had a really good last trip and I'm really looking forward to getting on guardians again. Yeah. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I know you enjoyed it a lot. So yeah, it like it, it it's, it's weird that <laughs> like the, there's very few rides that I go out of my way for like that. Oh, wow. And I, and it was such like a sleeper thing that like the first time we did it, I was like, I I wasn't. I kind of had a little bit of Damon in the back of my head. I'll be honest. Where oh really? He, you you were down was, on it. You were low well, I wasn't down. I wasn't down on it. I was I was just I was tempering my expectations that I okay. was like, eh, you know, maybe it won't be as good as I think. And then 
And then we got on it and it was just so good. Like we, we, <laughs> we had so much fun on it yeah. that, you know, my, my son was like, can we do that again? Like, like, you know, when it, when yeah. a teenager says, can we do that again? You know, it's good. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's great. Yeah. No, I think I told you when my sister got off that ride, she told me it was like her favorite roller coaster she's ever been on. And she was like, yeah. it's kind of weird to even describe it as a roller coaster. Um, she's like, it's just so different. And it, you know, it is a roller coaster, but yeah, it's, it's got a lot. It, it It's such an experience, right? Like it's, yeah. it's got it, the, the sum of its parts are, are bigger than, than the individual, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like you I can't guess. just, you can't just say like, it's a, you know, well, it's, it's just a coaster. It's like, yeah, but you know, they're doing, you know, the way the music syncs, the visuals, everything like it's, yeah, it's got that Disney flair that, you know, <laughs> that, that Disney flair. I like it that, that, you know, people like that Disney flair. I like that it's, Disney flair. That Disney flair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like it. So let's, all right, let's all right. wrap up then. Yeah. So uh, as usual, for anything you've heard on the show, if you guys want to ask us questions, if you want to share your own trip reports, stuff like that, you can always reach out to us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. So, uh, you know, you know, keep the conversation going. In that same vein, if you're on social media, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. You can find us on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast. You can find us on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. Uh, on Facebook, you can find our Facebook group, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, and hop in there and see all the great conversation we have. There's, um, uh, I, you know, Francisco, I saw your memes this week, by the way. You know, Killing it on the memes this week, Francisco. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah he, he really came hard this week. I was like, I was, I was a little surprised. Yeah, both me and yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. I, I appreciate that. So, uh, you know, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to join in on the memes, but also, you know, there's great conversation, you know, people talking about, um, you know, you know, uh, three bedroom grand villas versus two bedrooms, you know, like, because Tom started that conversation, there's, <laughs> yeah. there, there's lots of great stuff going on in the group. So make sure you guys come and hang out with us because, uh, cause you know, we, we love talking about Disney in there. And, um, you know, if you want to help support the show, you can also go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and, uh, check out our different shirts and mugs and stuff. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's stuff that, that we have that, if you're, you know, wanting some shirts for your next trip or, you know, you just need a fanny pack because they're stylish now, um, you know, grab yourself a welcome home fanny pack and, uh, you know, send us a pic of it because we love seeing that too. when uh, people are, are rocking the merchandise. <laughs> yep. And, uh, in the, in the same vein, we also have a Patreon, so you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and you can check out our different levels of, uh, Patreon support and it has exclusive, merch that you can only get through patreon and all of our patreon uh supporters also get access to the discord server which is yet another place that uh we have great conversations about all the stuff we talk on the show and other you know random disney stuff and even non-disney stuff so uh if that sounds interesting to you uh and you like discord you know you know come check us out there as well and on itunes or spotify if uh if you're listening to this, you know, leave us a five-star review. It does help more people find the show because just how those platforms work, you know, you know, more stars is better. We want all the stars. So, you know, it's like Mario party, you know, where you're trying to collect all the stars. We're like yeah. that, you know, we just, we just want all the stars. So yeah. Give us as many as you can. Um, yeah. yeah. 
I like the sympathy and, stars at the end. You know, this you know those those yeah. stars, the extra <laughs> yeah, stars. The the, the I, I landed on all the red spaces star. Yeah, oh, I always hate those stars so much. <laughs> it was messed up the whole we, game. <laughs> but we want the good stars. So yeah, yeah. so yeah, you know, you know, leave us a five star review and on iTunes. You know, if you want to, you can write us a review. We love seeing those. We read them out on the show. So uh, you know, you know, if we if we got those, you know, you know, we'll we'll read them out at the end of the the episode here. I don't know if we had any new ones this week, Tom or. I mean, there's a five star review up there, but I don't know but if I no. want to read it. Okay. <laughs> uh, somebody, somebody doesn't care for Damon. <laughs> so, but at least they oh, gave okay. us a five star review. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I guess it's not fair to you know read about Damon. No, no I don't want to yeah. talk about him when he's not here. That's that's not fair to him. Um, I mean, because if he were here, I would just read it anyway. So, yeah. uh, but <laughs> don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube Music, just about any podcast app that's uh, out there. You can find us, you know, just search for Welcome Home and, you know, look for the one that's about Disney. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult your DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our sponsor, the sponsor of this episode, DVC Rental Store, but also to Danny from DVC Resale Market for uh, being on the show today and telling us all about what's going on with DVC. Uh, really Great appreciate it. Yeah, I, you know... It's it's funny. It's it's always it's we talk about having guests all the time, and it's it's hard to have some guests, right? Because not all guests like get us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some guests that don't really know what we're doing and like are confused by this, but like Danny gets it. <laughs> like she's yeah. cool. She she gets she fits right in with us. So I appreciate that she came on and talked to us about that stuff. So uh, and she's super knowledgeable too, obviously. So okay, reach so out totally. to Danny. What's that? Yeah, yeah, totally. And yeah, yeah. make sure you guys reach out to Danny. Yeah. Uh, Join us next time for more Disney Park discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. 